0: Hello, welcome to the show. Like many, I'm still struggling to comprehend and come to terms with what happened in New Zealand on Friday with the terrorist attack. Just incomprehensible, really. Um, This show in no way wants to poke fun at the attacker or the events that occurred. We're going to look at the media's role in what happened there. So this episode will be a bit more earnest and a bit less funny than it usually is. Please bear with us. (coughs) Starting off on Friday night, Channel 7's Michael Usher didn't hold back with his words.
2: Good evening. A terrorist and mass murderer has inflicted an atrocity on a horrific scale on the people of Christchurch firing automatic weapons and shotguns at
0: victims in two mosques. Even as the event was still unfolding on Friday, New Zealand Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern fronted the media and tried to console a nation in shock, showing inspired leadership in the process.
3: Many of those who will have been directly affected by the
1: shooting uh, may be migrants to New Zealand. They may even be refugees here. They have chosen to make New Zealand their home and it is their home. They are us.
0: At a later press conference, Ardern revealed she'd spoken with the US President Donald Trump. I spoke with Donald Trump this morning. Uh, He sought to um, call us directly. He very much wished for his condolences to be passed on uh, to uh, New Zealand. He asked what offer of support uh, the United States could provide. Uh, my message was sympathy and love for all Muslim communities. Now let's see how that went.
2: Instead of joining the world condemning this hatred and offering support to the Muslim community in New Zealand and across the globe, President Trump is tweeting that Saturday Night Live hurts his
0: feelings. Meanwhile, Prime Minister Scott Morrison was talking up the family like bond between Australia and New Zealand. We're cousins, New Zealanders and Australians. We're not just partners, we're family. And okay, Australia, how do we treat our family? We deport them.
3: Well over a thousand New Zealanders deported from Australia. Australia's deported more than 1,500 New Zealanders who have committed crimes under tough citizenship laws. But many of them have spent most of their lives in Australia.
2: Australia will always be a country under my government which will uh, treat the uh, seriousness of the integrity of our immigration system very, very Deeply.
0: Meanwhile, 19 vote accidental Senator Fraser Anning used the terror attacks as an excuse to push his anti immigrant agenda.
1: In the controversial Queensland Senator Fraser Anning has provoked outrage.
0: He issued a statement linking the Christchurch mosque attacks to immigration. And I think we all know what happened next.
2: A local teen has been hailed an international hero after egging Queensland Senator Fraser Anning following his controversial anti
0: Muslim comments. Yes, egg boy, the media dubbed him and the media struggled to take a side, even 3AW's Neil Mitchell. Egg Boy or Fraser Anning, I think Egg Boy did the wrong thing. Well, actually, they can both
3: be wrong in a sense, can't they? The Egg Boy was wrong to attack him.
0: In fact, Egg Boy got so big around the world, he even transcended language, with international news media and YouTubers embracing the term.
3: What's name Egg Boy?
0: So what did Scott Morrison have to say about Fraser Anning's anti-immigration comments? I want to absolutely and
2: completely denounce the statements made by Senator Anning in all of the comments that he has made.
0: Yes, universal condemnation for Fraser Anning now, but not so back in January, when he appeared on Sunrise, Studio 10, The Today Show and ABC's Radio National.
3: We we're sick and tired of uh, the Australian government allowing these people to come into our country and, uh, and then attack us. They've had enough. They're fed up with uh, being uh, importing people who hate us and uh, who attack us. So people to come into our country and then... Uh, ...bash people uh, at random on their beaches. ...for their uh, displeasure with this government for allowing these thugs to uh, enter the country.
0: At a gathering with Muslim leaders on Saturday, Scott Morrison condemned Fraser Anning and his comments... ...in his conflation
2: of this horrendous terrorist attack with issues of immigration... ...in his attack on Islamic faith specifically... ...these comments are appalling and they're ugly and they have no place in Australia... In the australian parliament also and he should be frankly ashamed of himself it's not something my government associates with
0: yes gomo but remind us what you said after the burke street attack last november
2: i've got to address the real issue here i've got to call it out radical violent extremist islam that opposes our very way of life.
0: Okay, yes, anti-Islamic sentiment is not something Scott Morrison's Liberal government associates with. Sorry, what's that Tony Abbott? The burqa. Now I've said before that I find it a fairly confronting form of attire. Um, frankly, I uh, wish it was uh, not worn. Yes, anti-Islamic rhetoric has no place in the Australian Parliament. Except when Tony Abbott said this back in 2015. Kneeling before
2: the death cult flag, one of those arrested said this. I
0: swear to almighty Allah, we will carry out the first operation for the soldiers of the Caliphate in Australia. Over at Sky News, Andrew Bolt has seen the light. I reject both white supremacists and I also reject black ones. I reject all racism. Yes, Andrew Bolt rejects all racism. Well, he sure has a lot of his own to reject. Today we got... More evidence that the Muslim community generally is struggling to fit in here.
3: Spiky gangs, Nomad, Hells Angels, Bandidos, they've got a lot of
0: Lebanese members. African gangs, a couple of weeks ago, robbed four office work stores. And is it fair for our refugee program to be putting Australians once more in this danger?
3: Although we're now importing an incredible 200,000 People a year,
0: 200,000 migrants. They're not making us much richer per head of population. I wonder if Andrew Bolt remembers that his own parents were born in the Netherlands. Anyways, over at Sky News, Chris Kenny was also crying out for tolerance.
3: This horrific act of terrorism strikes the heart of all of us who believe in peace, in diversity, in tolerance.
0: Okay, let's see some of that trademark Chris Kenny tolerance and diversity he believes in.
3: Yes, yet again, Australia has seen an Islamist extremist terrorist attack. And yet again, it's been perpetrated by somebody who's a welcome Welcome immigrant into this country. It is a massive problem.
0: Meanwhile, over on Sunrise, Pauline Hanson was appearing for about the twenty millionth time, and her denial of complicity almost exasperated Darren Hinch to the point of having a stroke.
3: With You and the Fraser is a race the the whole, to the bottom. The it whole really
0: chamber is. shut me no. down from having my private members' bill a discussion. The people had yeah. the right to have a discussion on immigration, and you shut it down. Yeah. You
3: don't want and the people Muslims to have are their bad. say.
0: Meanwhile, over at 2UE, broadcaster Alan Jones condemned the attack.
3: I hate violence in all its forms. We condemn terrorism from the left. We must equally condemn terrorism by the right. But then something piqued his interest. This rant that was posted online, 73 pages of it, declares his motives.
0: Yes, the terrorist's manifesto. Alan Jones condemned the attacks and the attacker but was so fascinated by the manifesto, he went on to spend three minutes directly quoting from it. This will give you an idea.
3: He says in the manifesto, he says, he said he, he said he, he, mentioned, he said he, he says, he, he speaks, he questions, he claims that the manifesto name, he said he, he said, and says, he talks about a quote, 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 unquote.
0: And then Alan Jones spent a total of four minutes actively narrating and talking us through the live stream video of the grisly murders that he himself admits to having watched. Most of it too violent for me to play here, but this clip will give you an idea.
3: He walked from his car down the footpath across the cement parking lot at the front of the mosque. He's carrying this massive semi-automatic weapon. A man greets him at the doorway. Sorry Alan,
0: you can't condemn right-wing extremism and then quote its ideology and actively describe it for seven whole minutes on your radio show. But don't worry, Alan knows what to blame.
3: This appalling radicalisation aided and abetted by the internet the internet was meant to be a liberator of information. What do we say today?
0: Yes, it's not right-wing talk radio. The internet is to blame. But to sum up, let's go back to something Prime Minister Scott Morrison said in the wake of the Bourke Street terror attack last year, which I think, with a slight rejig, might be applicable today.
2: But there is a special responsibility on religious leaders to protect their religious communities and to ensure that dangerous teachings and ideologies do not take root here. They must be proactive, they must be alert, and they must call this out in their communities and more broadly for what it is.
0: Take out the anti-religious rhetoric and ScoMo has a point. Everyone in the community has a responsibility to ensure dangerous teaching and ideologies do not take root here. And I think we need to start by calling out the media, including Talkback Radio, the Commercial Network, Sky News and the ABC for giving free airtime to right-wing radicals in the hope of getting clicks or a bigger audience or in the ABC's case, the pretense of having balance. That's it for Newsfighters for today. Thanks for tuning in. Join us again soon.